The Detroit Lions lose 27-23 to the Mitchell Trubisky-led Chicago Bears in typical Detroit Lions fashion. You know, there's an old saying that goes around, and it goes, history always repeats itself. And it's crazy because around this time last year, week one of the 2019 NFL season, the Detroit Lions had a big lead on the Arizona Cardinals, and the fourth quarter out of nowhere, Arizona's offense just went completely ballistic, and they ended up tying with the Detroit Lions. Well, Lord and behold, a year later, history repeats itself once again. Detroit goes into the fourth quarter with a pretty significant lead, right? And then here I am, changing the channel. I got to go watch Washington, you know, complete their comeback against the Philadelphia Eagles. And then here I am looking at the bottom line score, and I see the Detroit Lions blowing the 23-6 lead against the Chicago Bears. Mr. Trubisky was pretty much silent in this game until the fourth quarter. And I mean, look, everybody for the Detroit Lions in this game deserves a good amount of blame. I mean, Matt Patricia deserves a lot of blame. Matthew Stafford deserves a good amount of blame because, listen, I'm not going to blame this whole entire game on Matthew Stafford, but let's be honest, Matthew Stafford didn't really play all that great in this game. On top of that, DeAndre Swift dropped the game-winning touchdown. So, I mean, everybody for Detroit deserves a good amount of the blame. And, I mean, you got to give Mitch Trubisky a lot of props in this game. Mr. Trubisky, one thing that you can't say about Trubisky, you can say that he may not be a great quarterback or anything like that, but he always plays his best game against the Detroit Lions, and he's really resilient, okay? Because it would have been easy to say that, you know, go ahead and put in Nick Foles. But Mr. Trubisky fought through and, you know, had a really big fourth quarter against the Detroit Lions. And, I mean, for the Lions, Adrian Peterson had 14 carries for 93 yards on the ground he just continues to defy father time and if you're Detroit you know you got to keep giving this man more carries I think Adrian Peterson at this point needs to be getting at least 20 carries in this Detroit Lions offense with how he played this past game against the Chicago Bears and I mean a lot of Detroit Lions fans can make all the excuses that you want to but at the end of the day you lost this game you had this game in your palms I mean, Matt, I mean, Matt Patricia is supposed to be a defensive-minded coach. And there's no way that a defensive-minded coach will let a quarterback like Mitchell Trubisky just terrorize their defense in a full quarter of a game that they have a significant lead in. And, I mean, this is a Detroit Lions team that still I didn't really see all that much pass rush against a pretty lackluster offensive line on paper in the Chicago Bears. And I chose Detroit to win this game. It's not like I came on here and I had, you know, I'm hating on Detroit. I chose Detroit to win this game. And this game just all but proves my point of why I don't think Detroit make it to the playoffs. Because they can't close out games. Matt Patricia just proves my point once again why he doesn't deserve to be a head coach in the NFL. You see, if you want to consider yourself a playoff team, you got to be able to close out games. And I know it's week one, a lot of people are going to be like, oh, JT, give us time. I understand that. But, I mean, this isn't the first occurrence of the Detroit Lions failing to finish games under Matt Patricia. This has been a reoccurring theme throughout Matt, um, Matt Patricia's tenure as a head coach for the Detroit Lions. They simply cannot close out games. And, I mean, you can't become a playoff team and you can't consider yourself a good coach or just an average coach in the NFL if you can't 
you know, close out the games that you have leads in. And I mean, most of the games that Detroit loses are like games that most of the time they have with their grabs. So, I mean, this isn't, you know, like week one jitters or anything like that. Like, this is a reoccurring issue with the Detroit Lions and Matt Patricia as their head coach. They don't finish games. Football is a game of four quarters, 60 minutes. It seems like, you know, with the Detroit Lions and Matt Patricia, they only like to play the first 45 minutes of football, and they seem to forget about the fourth quarter. I, and I don't really know the answer to that. I can't really give you guys a good reason for that. All I can say is that Detroit, once again, proves my, you know, prediction of why I don't think they'll make it to the playoffs. And I know a lot of you fans are going to come on here and be like, oh, it's only week one. And I understand that it's only week one. I understand you didn't have Jeff Okuda playing this game. You had Kenny Galladay, who also didn't play in this game, which this Detroit Lions offense and Matthew Stafford really missed Kenny Galladay in this game. But, I mean, at the end of the day, this isn't anything new. Like, I can understand if this was, like, some new stuff that we haven't seen before, but this isn't the first time that we've seen Detroit fold in the fourth quarter. This is a reoccurring issue with the Detroit Lions. So, I mean, this is a Detroit Lions football team that still looks the same. They can't close out games. I don't care how talented you are. I don't care how good of a roster you have. Even if you are fully healthy, you still can't close out games. That has been the biggest knock on Matt Patricia ever since he has became the head coach for Detroit. They can't finish football games. Seems like Detroit seems to forget about the fourth quarter. And, I mean, like I said, you got to give a lot of props to Chicago. I mean, Mitch Trubisky came out in the fourth quarter with something to prove. Because, in all honesty, if Mitch Trubisky didn't play, you know, lights out in the fourth quarter, we could make the argument right now that Nick Foles should be starting next week. So, I mean, the Lions, once again, you know, approve my reasoning why I don't believe they will make it to the playoffs. And a lot of Lions fans, you know, try to make me buy into the hype. And me, I don't buy into the hype. You know, like... I'm somebody who doesn't think a team's going to be simply great because of how good of a team they have. I got to see how good of a coach you have. And right now, Matt Patricia is proving my point furthermore that he's still not a great coach. And this is a guy who Lions fans keep saying needs more time. How much, how more, how more times do we need to see out of Matt Patricia, you know, of the Detroit Lions folding in late game situations with multiple possession leads? And I've been saying this all offseason, man. Detroit simply can't finish games. We saw this last year against Arizona. You know? So, I mean, I can understand that this is week one. I'm not going to come out here and, you know, automatically just say, you know, go ahead and fire Matt Patricia after this game because it is week one. That would be naive on my part to say that. You know, and I know a lot of you guys are probably going to be like, oh, JT, you were saying fire Matt Patricia on Twitter, which... I was just, you know, joking. I was really trolling. Obviously, on Twitter, you know, I just talked my junk on there. For those of you guys who aren't following me on Twitter, go ahead and follow me. My Twitter is JT Sports underscore. I will put my Twitter link down in the description, in the comment section down below. So you guys can go ahead and follow me on there. But, yeah, like I said, man, like, I'm not going to come out here and say fire Matt Patricia after week one. All I'm just saying is that, you know, as of right now, Matt Patricia has further proved my point that he isn't a good coach and he isn't the right guy to take the line to the promised land. So, I mean, we'll see what will happen as we progress throughout the NFL season. But, I mean, the Detroit Lions, 
blow a 23-6 lead against the Chicago Bears. I'm pretty sure Bears fans were on the ropes. I'm pretty sure Bears fans were pretty much about to turn the game off like I did. And I'm not a Bears fan. Like, I'm just a fan of the NFL. I'm a Steelers fan, as you guys can see in the background. But, I mean, I'm sitting here thinking that this game is over. I changed the channel to watch the Washington football team take on the Philadelphia Eagles. And here I am seeing the bottom line score of, you know, Mitch Trubisky just completely annihilating this Matt Patricia secondary or this Matt Patricia defense. So, I mean... Detroit Lions lose in Detroit Lions fashion, can't close out games, and I know this is week one, but let's be honest, this isn't anything if you're a Detroit Lions fan that should be new to you. I mean, as a Detroit Lions fan, you should be accustomed to blowing, you know, leads in the fourth quarter. It just happens. So, I mean, you guys let me know what you guys think. Um, I'm really interested to see a lot of you guys' thoughts. If you guys are listening to this on YouTube or if you're listening to this on a podcast platform, Make sure that you guys go ahead, leave the JT Sports Podcast a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. All you just got to do is go in the description down below, click on one of the podcast links. It's available wherever you get your podcast from. Just make sure to type in JT Sports. And if you are listening to this on the podcast, also make sure to go ahead and subscribe to my YouTube channel, JT Sports on YouTube. The Washington football team defeated the Philadelphia Eagles 27-17. Now, I picked Philadelphia to win this game in my preview and prediction. And the reason why I chose Philadelphia was because I knew Washington's defense was going to be good enough to keep them in this game, but I didn't really have a lot of confidence in Washington's offense. Well, it turns out, you know, I still, after this game being over with, don't have a lot of confidence in this Washington football team offense. I mean, the offense did what they had to do to win this game. Don't get me wrong. You know, not going to take anything away from them. But I'm still not really all that confident in this offense. But you know what they say? The best offense is a great defense. And this Washington football team defense showed up to play in this game. You know, a lot of people didn't really know how great this Washington defensive line or defense was until after this game. And I've been telling people all this offseason, you know, Washington is going to be a lot better than what a lot of people think because of how great this defense is, specifically on the defensive line. And, I mean, if you're a Philadelphia Eagles fan, I know it may look ugly that you gave up eight sacks, but, I mean, you gave up eight sacks to probably either the second best or the best defensive line in the NFL. And, I mean... You can't expect to hold up against this Washington defensive line with injuries on your offensive line. Like, you got to be a completely healthy offensive line to hold up against the Washington football team defensive line with how great it is and how much talent there is. I mean, Ryan Kerrigan had two sacks. Chase Young had a sack. Montez Sweat had a sack. De'Ron Payne had a sack. Matt Ayadonis had a sack. Jonathan Allen got in for a couple of plays. And, I mean, John Bostic had a sack as well. So, I mean, when you look at this Washington defense, they can really get after the quarterback. And I've been telling people this whole entire offseason, don't sleep on Washington. Washington can compete for a playoff spot with how great this defense is, especially with how great the defensive line is. This defensive line can get after the quarterback. In the name of the game in the NFL, if you want to win games, you have to be able to stop the passing game because it is a passing league. And when you have a great defensive line such as Washington, you're going to be in a lot of games. Washington was in a game that their offense, you know, didn't really have to do all that much because their defense was putting them in a lot of good positions. And I think the turning point of this game, which really shifted the momentum in Washington's favor, 
was the Jimmy Moreland interception. I think the Jimmy Moreland interception was the turning point in this game that we had to go back and say, okay, all right, Washington, Washington has everything in their favor. You know, where can they go wrong? And like I said, the offense, you know, still I don't have a lot of confidence in. I still think there's a lot of room for improvement. Dwayne Haskins was okay in this game. He was 17 to 31, 178 pass yards, one touchdown. So, I mean, the offense wasn't great. And I mean, if you're a Washington fan, you're like, oh, the offense was great. Like, you, you, know, the, you know the offense wasn't great because in the first half, I saw a lot of Washington fans voicing their opinion on Twitter saying how Dwayne Haskins was a bust, how they need to put in Kyle Allen, or how they need to put in Alex Smith, and blah, 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 blah. So I don't want to see a lot of Washington fans coming out here trying to say, oh, this offense is great and things like that. Like, no, because I'm pretty sure it was a good amount of you Washington fans who were on Twitter voicing how Dwayne Haskins was a bust, how this offense was terrible, especially with the play calling. Like, the play calling early on in this game was really questionable because you had Dwayne Haskins, you know, doing a couple of design quarterback runs, but I really still don't really know what was the meaning behind that. But, I mean, overall, the offense, you know, they did what they needed to to win this game. Still don't have a lot of confidence in them going forward, but I do have a lot of confidence in this defense. Like I've been telling people, even if you don't have a lot of confidence in this Washington football team offense like I don't, this defense is good enough that they are always going to be in the majority of the games that they play because of how good they are up front. So the offense really doesn't need to do all that much. All they really need to do is to run the ball and, you know, be able to score inside the red zone, which was what Washington was able to do in this game. Peyton Barber had two touchdowns. He looked to be the leading back in this game because he had the most carries out of all the halfbacks that participated in this game. So, I mean, like I said, I'm still not sold on Washington's offense. I still don't have a lot of confidence in it, but I still have a lot of confidence in this Washington football team defense. Then you got to go and play Arizona next week, week two. So, I mean, if you're Washington, you know, I have faith in Washington. I have faith in their defense. Still, you know, this offense has to show me a lot more for me to have confidence in this offense. But like I said, Ron Rivera, a big reason why Ron Rivera picked this Washington team, I believe, was because he felt like he could win right away with this team. Because Ron Rivera, when you look at when Carolina was having a lot of success when he was their head coach, they had a really good defensive line. They had a really good defense. And you look at Ron Vera when he was taking his watching job, he was like, hey, man, I got everything I need. Now we just add Chase Young to an already impressive defensive line and reset. We could win right away. So, I mean, I was telling people. I was like, look, you may be laughing at me right now, but, I mean, this Washington team could surprise a lot of people. And they can compete for a playoff spot. So, I mean, this defense is really good. And like I said, with Philadelphia – they started this game out with a big lead. Like, I thought Philadelphia was about to blow out Washington. I, I thought I was about to have to make a video talking about how I was wrong about Washington. I thought I was just overrated Washington. But then Washington was kind of able to weather the storm. Dwayne Hassens led them on a pretty good drive, which was capped off by a touchdown to tight end Logan Thomas, I believe. So then, you know, they come out in the second half. The defense is getting all kinds of sacks, all kinds of pressure on Carson Wentz. And if you're a Philadelphia Eagles fan, you're looking at this off the line. I know you got question marks about it because of the injuries, but this off the line isn't as bad as what was showed in this game. Because at the end of the day, you were facing one of the best off the line, one of the best defensive lines in the NFL. So I mean, if you're a Philadelphia Eagles fan, the off the line is going to get better. You just faced a really great defensive line with a bang up offensive line, and I mean, 
when you look at Carson Wentz in this game, I mean, he started off great, but in the second half, I don't really know what happened. Like, he kind of just fell off the rails. Everything derailed. And Miles Sanders didn't play in this game. I really felt like them not really being able to have all that much success running the football also held them back as well. Because you look at Washington, this defensive line is already good, you know, when it comes to stopping the run. But also, if you want to beat the Washington football team just throwing the football, that ain't going to work, buddy. Carson Wentz threw the ball a lot this game. Philadelphia was just completely one-dimensional. So, I mean, if you want to be Washington, you got to be balanced. Because at the end of the day, if you let these pass rushers tee off and they know you're throwing the football, it's going to be a long afternoon like we saw with Carson Wentz in Philadelphia. He was sacked eight times. Eight times. He was going to knock the round like a rag doll back there. So, I mean, Washington won this game. They proved my prediction wrong. Even though I'm wrong about the prediction, I still said Washington had a great chance to win this game. It's not like I came on here and said Washington had no chance to win this game at all. I said I just didn't trust the offense. Can the offense do enough? It was the offense was able to do enough. But a large reason why they won this game was because of the defense. The defense put this offense in spots to succeed. So, I mean, overall, you know, like I said, I'm still not sold on this offense for Washington, but I am sold on this defense. And this defense is going to be a big reason why Washington has potential to compete for a playoff spot this season. Cam Newton led the New England Patriots to a 21-11 victory over the Miami Dolphins in his New England Patriots debut. Now, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I was really impressed with how Cam Newton performed in this game. You see, a lot of people were saying that Cam Newton was washed up. The New England Patriots weren't going to be great or anything like that. Their offense was going to be terrible. But in this game, their offense did what they needed to do to run the football game. And a lot of people got to understand this. This is going to be a run-heavy New England Patriots team. This isn't going to be a team that's going to be throwing the football all over the field for 400 yards, for five touchdowns through the air. Like, no, the New England Patriots are going to be a team that runs the football and is going to rely on their defense to win games for them. Okay? So don't be expecting this New England Patriots offense to be lighting up the scoreboard, scoring 30, 40 points a game. That's not what this New England Patriots offense is equipped. They have built the offense around Cam Newton that utilizes his strength. And what is Cam Newton really good at? Running the football. And what did New England do in this game? They ran Cam Newton 15 times. Cam Newton had 15 carries for 75 rushing yards and two rushing touchdowns on the ground. Okay, so he played really good in terms of what was asked to him in this offense. They have built the offense around Cam Newton. This is going to be a run-heavy football team. Now, I know a lot of you guys who are probably going to be Cam Newton haters or New England Patriots Dallas are going to be like, ah, Cam Newton wasn't all that great, JT. He only threw for 155 passing yards. He had no touchdowns, okay? That's not what the New England Patriots were asking Cam Newton to do. They were asking Cam Newton to, you know, take care of the football and be efficient with the ball, okay? He was accurate. He didn't, you know, throw a lot of incompletions. He was 15 to 19 throwing the football. He was really impressive in terms of what was asked of him to do in this New England Patriots offense. And I mean, the wide receiver position, you know, wasn't, it's still not all that great. Julian Edelman and Nikhil Harry were two of the best wide receivers in this game. Um, Julian Edelman led the New England Patriots in receiving yards this game. He had five receptions for 57 yards. And Nikhil Harry had five receptions for 39 receiving yards. And this New England Patriots passing attack is probably going to get better as we progress throughout the season. But in terms of how they performed week one, they performed really good. 
And another thing that you guys got to take into account was that this New England Patriots team was facing a pretty good Miami Dolphins defense. This is a Miami Dolphins defense that has improved a lot over this offseason. So, I mean, if the New England Patriots play like an average defense or a below average defense, they're probably going to have, you know, a little bit of a better showing. But in terms of how Cam Newton performed in his first game as the New England Patriots, he was really impressive to me. I don't know about anybody else, but in terms of how this New England Patriots offense is constructed, it is really built around Cam Newton. I mean, in the red zone, they ran Cam Newton a lot. A lot of these run plays were designed quarterback runs specifically for Cam Newton. And I'm not surprised because a lot of people seem to forget that Josh McDaniels was the offensive coordinator for the Denver Broncos a couple years back when Tim Tebow was the quarterback. So he had the call plays. He had to, you know, find ways to utilize Tim Tebow's strength, which was running the football and using a lot of RPOs and read options. So, I mean, as we progress throughout the NFL season, the New England Patriots are going to get a little bit better throwing the football, although their identity is going to be running the football with the good stable halfbacks that they have in this roster and utilizing Cam Newton's running ability. So, I mean, the New England Patriots, man, I'm really impressed with how Cam Newton performed in this game. A lot of people got to realize that this isn't a New England Patriots offense that's just going to be lighting up the scoreboard. There's going to be a run-heavy offense that's going to throw the football when need be, and Bill Belichick is going to rely on his defense to win games for him. All he needs Cam Newton to do is to take care of the football and be efficient, and that's what Cam Newton was. He was accurate. He didn't make any mistakes. And he was really good running the football. He looked like the Cam Newton from a couple of years back. Well, let me tell you that back. He wasn't the same Cam Newton because he was a little bit faster now and then, but he still was really impressive coming off the injuries that he was coming from. So, I mean, as of right now, I'm really impressed in terms of what I saw from Cam Newton. And like I said, this isn't going to be an offense that's going to be lighting up the scoreboard. Like, this is going to be a run-heavy offense. They want to control time possession. They want to take care of the football. And the majority of the time, they're going to be in a lot of tightly contested games because when you have this kind of playing style, you rely on your defense to win the games for you, and the offense just has to do enough. So, I mean, I really like what I've seen out of Cam Newton in this game against the Miami Dolphins. And let me remind you guys, the Miami Dolphins have a pretty good defense. So, I mean, this... New England Patriots offense with Cam Newton is only going to get better as we progress throughout the NFL season.